Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to another episode of r slash I don't work here, lady, where Karens confuse regular customers as employees. And oh boy, today's episode will leave you shaking your heads more than ever, guys. A woman literally stalks OP to his house with a weapon when he refuses to serve her. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't shake your heads too hard. And as always, subscribe for future stories. So I have one of those technician jobs where I go all over and work on point of sales machines. I often get mistaken for someone that works at the store because I'm behind the counter. Now normally people are understanding, but not at this store. When I arrived at the store, I was greeted by the manager and owner because they've been having issues with a barcode reader. The problem was, there was nothing I was able to really do about it. We had been having this issue for months, and as techs, we were not given any way to fix it. I had the manager and owner threatening to get me fired because I don't know how to do my job. I was pretty frustrated, just minutes after walking into the store. I spent about 4 hours in the store doing everything I could to try to fix the issue. This store has a big island in the middle of it and had a cashier on either side, and I was working in the middle of them. I had people come up to me almost the entire time I was there, trying to get me to ring them up. I would just tell them that I don't work here and you'll have to go to the other people, and would point to the cashiers. I did have one interaction with a woman who got really angry, and she shouted at me saying if I'm not gonna scan her items to not be behind the counter. I didn't think anything of it, of course. So as I'm about to wrap up for the day, I notice six police officers coming into the store, and they start talking to the manager. I didn't catch the whole conversation, but I did hear the cop ask, are you sure that everyone behind the counter is supposed to be there? We were told, someone's here trying to rob the store. The manager said, yeah, those are my two clerks, and he's the tech trying to fix the problem. They were there for another 15 minutes, and they never said anything to me. My goodness, guys, some people just love causing problems for others, don't they? Like, I'm actually surprised that the Karen who called the police didn't just come running out of nowhere screaming, that's him, officer, arrest him right now. Like, it's actually scary how some people can be so petty when they don't get their way. Enough to make up a lie big enough to get six officers involved, guys. That's bonkers. So here's a little bit of background. Prior to moving away a few years ago, I worked as a receptionist for a large building in a major city. As it was an urban setup, the bottom floor of the building was a grocery store, with the above being a mix of office spaces, doctor's offices, etc. The building was also directly above a subway stop and on a major road heading downtown. Basically, hundreds if not thousands of people moved by this building an hour, and within 10 minutes of walking out the front door, there were a hundred places you could be in the city. Anyway, as a receptionist, I spent 99% of my day sitting at a desk in an office that was freezing no matter the time of year. Since on this particular day it was beautiful out, I decided to sit outside on my lunch break. I got something from the salad bar of the grocery store downstairs and then took a seat at one of the benches out front of the building. About halfway through my salad, a woman who looked to be very rich suddenly appears with a small stroller that had to have cost more than my car. 
The woman says to me, thank god you're on break, you can watch Sophie for a bit. Now at this point, I wish I could have said something witty, but I had barely registered the woman's appearance, let alone that she had been talking to me. I barely got out a what? before she grabs her Louis Vuitton bag off the stroller and disappeared inside the grocery store. Now let me reiterate, I, a complete stranger, am sitting outside the grocery store that I don't even work in, nor look like I work in. And there's about six different ways to disappear into the city and never be seen again if I really had it in my head that I wanted this woman's child. But since I'm not a psychopath, I didn't decide to try kidnapping her daughter. And I just finished my salad with the baby there. The woman was obviously running late for whatever thing she was going to, so she reappeared not too long after, like after 10 minutes. So I didn't have to figure out calling the cops or someone, but holy crap lady. Even if it were okay to just dump your kid with workers while you shop, which it isn't, maybe check that the person's actually an employee and inside the store before wandering off. I'm still surprised I haven't seen that baby on the evening news. Yeah, so I just want to say that I am so glad that OP wasn't some psychopath who just thought, oh, free baby, let's just go harvest those organs, shall we? Like, I can't believe that woman just left her infant in a stroller with a random stranger. And seriously, OP should have taken the stroller to a different location, like one where she could have kept an eye on the exit for the mother, because if you're that careless to leave your baby with a freaking stranger, you deserve that level of panic to teach you a lesson. Either that or OP should have called the cops, and this person comments, I used to work at a tanning salon when I was 19, and this lady left her two-year-old with me when she tanned. The woman didn't even ask me to watch her, she just sat her kid on a chair and said, Mommy will be right back, while I was sitting at the desk. The kid was no older than two, and I was just so glad she sat there, she was too young for me to even explain that her mom would be back. So yeah, I don't know guys, but let me know what you think. Like, I've read enough stories and seen enough crazy things on the news that I would never ever leave my own child with a complete stranger. So recently, I had an I don't work here moment, and oh boy, I think you guys will get a kick out of this. Yesterday was my niece's birthday, and to celebrate, me, my brother, her dad, and her mom went out for lunch. We went to a fast food burger joint that was only three minutes away from my house. We pulled up and next door to the burger place is a crappy looking car wash. It was called something like Polo's Car Wash. Me and the family thought nothing of it and we headed inside. We ordered our food and while everyone's waiting, I went outside to grab a table for us to enjoy this lovely sunny weather. I picked an outdoor table so my niece could use her bubble blower machine that she got as an early present from yours truly. Cue the psycho woman. So while I'm sitting at the table browsing my phone, out of nowhere, this lady runs over and she starts yelling at me. Now, to clarify, they didn't have a fence around the outdoor seating. It's just some outside tables. The woman says, um, excuse me? To which I respond, uh, yes? She then says, me and my husband have been waiting 20 minutes to get our car washed. I say to her, I care because... She says, don't be so rude. I'm a customer and I would like service right now. I don't care if you're on break. At this point, I start to understand the confusion and I address the situation as calmly as I could. I say to the woman, ma'am, I don't work at the car wash. I'm sorry. That's when the lady grabs my arm and she tries to drag me to her car. And I'm screaming, what the F lady? While she's screaming, clean my car now. Again, I try telling her, who do you think you are? I don't even work here. Meanwhile, the woman keeps screaming, wash the car. 
Now good thing it was lunch rush, and I guess police officers were around because they approached. Seeing the officers there, the woman says, What's going on? Why are police here? Did you call police? The officers came up and they start talking to the woman. One cop says, Ma'am, we just watched you assault and harass this man. The woman says, No, I just wanted service. That's when the officer turns to me and says, What happened here? I explained everything and the lady didn't even deny it. She admitted to harassing me, but the reason she had to do it was because, quote, I did it because he was being lazy and not working. I watched him sit too long at this table. And yes, that was her defense. That was why she had to physically try to manhandle me. I also explain how I don't work here to the officers. That's when the officer says, Ma'am, turn around and put your hands behind your back. And the woman says, Why? You're under arrest for assault. The lady then kicks the police officer and she tried to run. I guess she thought she could get away, but she was dragged to the ground by officer number two. The officer then went on and on about her rights as they handcuffed her and took her away. And that's when my niece got to meet real police officers after they put her in the car. And if you were curious, yes, we did press charges. Guys, all I can think of is her poor husband. The guy's probably waiting in the car or something, wondering when his wife will be back with an employee. And hopefully she learned, guys, there's way too many people out there that just see red and love putting their hands on people. So this one is kind of different. I was working at Blockbuster at the time as an assistant manager while going to school. I would go to classes during the day and work the closing shift. Now I'm not sure if it was company policy or district policy, but they wanted the manager and assistant managers to work a variety of shifts, with each one working at least one opening and one closing shift per week. I had no problem with that, but I let the manager know that because of my class schedule, I would only be able to open during the weekend. He was fine with that because no one really wants to open the weekend anyway. I had been there for six months when we had a manager change. I explained to the new manager my school schedule and the arrangement with the previous manager, and the new manager did not like that arrangement. I told her I understood, but I wasn't going to give up school for this job and gave my two-week notice. I rarely saw the new manager because she opened on the days I closed. I worked my normal schedule for the next two weeks. A few days before my last day, I looked at the next week's schedule and I was scheduled for my normal schedule. Now the thing is, I enjoyed the job. I got paid a little over minimum wage to talk to people about movies, and it fit my school schedule. The only reason I was leaving was because the new manager wanted me to be more flexible. At this point, I thought maybe the new manager had changed her mind, and she was willing to be more flexible. Now since I had given my notice, I could have left my uniform on the manager's desk and dropped my keys in the return box after locking up the store. But since I enjoyed the job, and the schedule I was scheduled fit my schedule, I decided to continue working. The next week, I was still on the schedule. I continued working and kept getting paid, and this happened for about six weeks. Then, I went in to open the store on a Sunday after being off the previous day. I opened the door and went to turn off the alarm. The alarm said I entered the incorrect code, so I entered it again, the same result. After the third attempt, the alarm started going off and the police were dispatched. That's when I went out front to get away from the wailing sirens and to wait for police to arrive. When the police arrived, I explained the situation and showed them my lanyard and showed them that I had a key to the store. I told the officer, I do work here, lady. The officer then wants to talk to the manager, but since I'd only met her one time, I didn't have her number with me, but I explained to the officer where the schedule book was and that it had everyone's number in it. She then went inside, got the book, and called the store manager. I could tell the officer was looking concerned as she was talking to the manager. 
After she got off the phone, she asked me if I wanted to change my story. I replied, no, that I was just there on my normal shift to open the store. The officer told me that the manager was on her way down, but she told the officer that I used to work there, but I quit six weeks ago. Of course, that looked really bad to police. I nervously laughed and explained the whole ordeal to the officer, and I could tell she didn't believe me. That is, until I suggested that she look at the schedule. She even commented that I was scheduled for four days the upcoming week. The manager finally arrives, and she talks to the officer. While they were talking, I took off my polo shirt and handed it to the manager, along with my lanyard and the keys to the store. The manager then looks flabbergasted, and she asked me who was going to close the store next week. That's when the officer and I looked even more flabbergasted. We looked at each other, and that's when I replied, Not me. I don't work here, lady. I swear, guys, that manager was on another level of incompetence. Like, how do you not know what your employees are doing? First, she tells the cops that Opie's not supposed to be there because they quit six weeks ago, and then she turned around and had the audacity to ask if Opie can close the store next week. Like, which one is it? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. First off, I live in a country that's not an English-speaking area. I'm currently a 33-year-old private investigator, but I was also a police officer for 12 years. During that time, I've seen my fair share of human garbagery, and things escalating completely out of control, so I got pretty used to it. The first part of the story is an encounter of minor annoyance. The second, well, we'll get there. On this day, I was on a shopping trip in a nearby store, getting some basic stuff like food, toilet paper, etc., so I was moving all around the store. I wasn't really paying attention to other customers, but eventually grew suspicious of a lady who just happened to follow me where I went. At this point, I wasn't sure if it's job-related paranoia or not, so I went to get something at one place and then went completely to the opposite side of the store, and then right back to the first spot. And sure enough, the lady follows me a few meters behind. That's when I turned back to her and asked, Excuse me, ma'am, what do you want from me? That's when the woman says, Finally... She then starts listing some products, reading from a piece of paper. I interrupt her, after quickly realizing that she mistook me for a store worker. I have no idea why. I say to her, oh, I don't work here, but if you ask and not demand, I can help you get these items. 
and then smile a bit at her because she's older than me, maybe about 50, and I'm in no rush, so I don't mind helping her. But please was definitely not what she was gonna say. The lady responds, How dare you? My manners are just fine. I was a teacher. And you're not gonna talk to me like this. Now move your ass and get me my things already. I reply, excuse me, what? The lady says, are you deaf? Here. She then shoves a list in my hands and she says, get me these things right now. You have five minutes or I'll get your ass fired. I know the owner. He was my student and he's gonna get rid of you right away when I tell him how disrespectful and lazy you are. Five minutes. The whole time she's yelling at me, I'm just standing there, slowly coming back to my senses as she keeps berating me with random insults. I say to her, lady, stop, calm down. I do not work here. Even if I did, I wouldn't have to do anything for you. It's a self-service store. I was about to help you anyway, but the way you acted towards me changed my mind. Also, I'm not a kid, and I couldn't care less about your past career choices. Leave me alone. I then turn back and start to head to the cashier, thinking I'm gonna get the rest of my stuff another time. But that's when she grabs me by the t-shirt and she tries to pull me back to her, ripping my shirt. The woman just literally assaulted me and destroyed my property. I turn to her yet again, clearly furious, and that's when she starts screaming at me. But at this point, I was too annoyed to pay attention to what she was even saying. I then grabbed her by her arm and asked one of the now present spectators to get the manager and waited until he came. The manager, after seeing me holding her, screaming with my shirt in pieces, asked, What the heck is going on here? I say to him, I'm gonna call the police right now. They'll need the footage of this very spot about two minutes ago. I'm sorry for the inconvenience, but could you please prepare it? The manager asked me to let go of the old lady, so I did. Maybe a second passes, and she just jumps away trying to flee. I grab her right back and lead her to the manager's office. For those wondering where I'm from, it's called civic detention. I'm allowed to physically hold her until the police arrive, if she's committed a crime I witnessed or was a victim of. Now, my piece of clothing wasn't expensive at all, so I had no intentions of actually pressing any charges. Not that it's even much of a thing here, but I did want to scare her to teach her a lesson. I pretended to call the police, and then just sat there, listening to her screams slowly turning into crying, and I say, was it worth it? And the lady through tears says, please, please let me go, please just let me go. I can see that she's in a bit of a panic, so despite the fact that I've learned not to trust tears in these kinds of scenarios, I decided it's enough. I then say to her, I'm gonna call them off, but you'll have to pay for my shirt right now. The woman doesn't say a word, she just opens her purse, takes her wallet out, and she puts enough money in my hand to cover the cost of a new shirt and leaves. No apology, no thank you, she just gets up and leaves out of the store. Not as satisfying as I hoped for, but at this point, I was sure she did learn her lesson. I chat a bit with the manager, laugh at her a little, and then finish my shopping. But it doesn't last long. Cue part two. So I get out of the store, and I immediately notice that the old lady's hiding in a nearby bush, clearly looking at me. Yet again, I'm stunned, thinking, what the hell? Starting to head home, I can feel her following me apparently assuming I didn't see her. Now, keep in mind that what she's doing right now is literally my job, or at least part of it. And as a person who knows how to and how not to follow someone, I can tell you she very much did the latter. I eventually get to my home, and I'm more amused than scared by what she's doing. Get through the gate that's a couple of meters away from the door, get to the door and turn around, and she's hiding behind the hedge, right next to the gates, clearly visible. 
At this point, I was actually wondering if I should do something because she might actually be crazy and dangerous. But I eventually assumed that she's probably just mad and embarrassed, and once she cools down, she's gonna go home and leave me alone. Throughout my work as an officer, I learned that the best way of dealing with hissy fits is just ignoring them. So I open my household doors, about to get inside, when I hear the gate creaking. Again, I turn around, and that's when I see her slipping inside my backyard, kind of just jumping to the side as I'm turning, with a huge stick in her hand. As absurd and hilarious as the situation was, it also hit my spidey senses. I was about to get back there and grab her, this time intending to actually call the police, but as I was standing in the open door, something just rushed outside near my leg. Before I realized it's our friend's dog, he runs to the lady to say hello, and that's when she hits the dog right in the head. The dog just fell, without even a squeal. The dog got injured really badly, and it turns out that she's not mentally ill. It was indeed just an escalated hissy fit and then panic as the dog was running to her. I still feel angry at myself for not reacting correctly in a potentially dangerous situation, something that I was schooling others on for years. My friends also don't blame me for what happened to their dog, but I do. And to think, it all started with I don't work here, lady. The world is full of idiots, and many of them are legitimately dangerous. Wish you all better luck with them. Yeah, guys, I don't know what country OP's from, but that was definitely crazy. I just hope the dog's okay, and the woman was jailed or something, because clearly she is crazy. Like, what did she think following OP to his house would accomplish? And what a horrible mistake on OP's part. Like, if someone's following you, the last thing you want to do is let them know where you live. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the stories today. I hope you didn't shake your heads too hard. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash entitled people episode where a Karen lets her kids trespass and argues the cops saying they're allowed to trespass because she pays taxes. It's such a funny story, so go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.